The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Welcome back to Old Teen Show. I'm Brandon, and this is my classmate, Jessica. Hello. This edition of Old Space Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show, The Heights, the story of a local rock band, 20-somethings called The Heights, living in a suburb called The Heights. This show is called The Heights. Today, we are discussing the 10th episode, Independence Day. <laughs> Jessica, what's going on with the Heights this week? Sam and Lenny become roommates. Jody and Dizzy go on their honeymoon. Alex tries to convince Rita to make a clean break from her parents' house. All right. The director on this one, Steve Robman. The writers are Eric Roth and Tony Spiridakis, as per usual. Robman is a director of television doing such classics as Family Ties, Facts of Life, Charles in Charge, 30-something, Doogie Hauser, MD, Melrose Place, LA Law, Law and Order, Sequest DSV, Dawson's Creek, Party of Five, Gilmore Girls. You can see where he starts getting those teen shows. Uh, Medium, American Dreams, The OC, Las Vegas, and The Ghost Whisperer. But yeah, cool- he's got them all. Yeah. But cooler than him is our intro to the episode, which is from Ben Stiller. I forgot all about the Ben Stiller show. Yeah. Catch the Ben Stiller show right before Living Color on Sundays. But it's interesting to have him introduce. Like, you would never go, like, on a streaming service and be like, hey, uh, I'm Emily Blunt. Uh, go see Jungle Cruise this weekend at the theater. Now you can watch... Now, now watch Loki. Like you don't. That's right. You know. Well, he was his like a, a stand-up, so I guess it's one yeah. of those cross promotions with the shows, the networks. You had to do it. It's mm-hmm. like a MGM back in the day. All the right. stars had to date each other. It's in their contract. Oh yeah, yeah. Cross promote movies. Right. Uh, it's just so. It's there's a sense of fun there that I'm just like, okay. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'd still want that nowadays, but looking back, and it's it's funny. Um. We have a NyQuil commercial. Oh, yeah. We have commercials this week again. This Great commercials. The, the, the best thing. Like, I, it's comforting to watch these commercials. I don't know why, but it Did is. Take them back to childhood. A yeah. simpler time. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we have a uh, NyQuil commercial starring Nathan Lane. That's pretty interesting. He's just trying to go to bed and he's not feeling good. That's, that's pretty much what it is. Um, Let's see. Uh, we're going to go behind the scenes with Macaulay Culkin on the set of or the making of Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. So uh, get the inside scoop on that movie, the classic sequel. Uh, I like the third one. Huh? I, know, I know we're still in 1992, but I kind of like the third Home Alone. You like the third one. I was I, okay with it. Totally different story, kind of. I'm down. Can I, I also like The Next Karate Kid, which that movie's will funny. bring up again. Like, not no the one with Hillary Swank. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, good. This will come up in another episode of The Heights. 
Do you want to talk about the next Karate Kid sometime on the show? Yes. Uh, All right. I'm down. All right. Okay. Um, We have. Oh, Mentos commercial. Oh, but before we move on from Home Alone. Oh. And since you liked Home Alone 3, would you you like to know a factoid about uh, old Brandon here? Sure. I did a commercial with the line producer of Home Alone 3. Whoa. What commercial? Uh, it never aired, actually. Um, <laughs> it was it was for the Stop the Madness campaign. Um, if you so, there was a commercial that would play before movies at the theater, and it was about like unnecessary violence, things like that. And there was I, the one actually played. And I can't remember what it was somebody shot somebody or something like that. And it was like, stop the violence or stop the madness, you know, da 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 against something. I was, I worked on the follow up commercial. I was a crew person and a, uh, this is in the 90s. So I was in high school when I did this. And I was a crew person and a, a background actor. Uh, they were, they were doing a murder scene. It was a late night shoot. It was like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, on a Friday and I got to go to the pre-production meeting, all that. I got to be a walkie-talkie person telling traffic like, no, 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 you go this way. I did some other things helping move things around, but she was the line producer on that and she was going on from there to do Home Alone 3. That's awesome. The the director of that uh, commercial was Mark Archer, who is the producer for the movie In the Company of Men which was the breakout film from Sundance, which was a breakout for director Neil LeBute, who was an asshole, and um, Aaron Eckhart, who, you know, would go on to be Harvey Dent Two-Face. Yeah. Who was also kind of a prick. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's what, I was on that project with Mark Archer. We'd done the first commercial, but the second one just it never aired. Um yeah, uh, I was uh, one of the people on, uh, gosh, I can't remember what his, what's his name. He's a comic in town. He like hosted the, the Fort Wayne had a comedy club called Snickers and he was the main guy there, the hosted, and they did a late night show there. But he, his claim to fame was like when they were replacing Letterman for the Tonight Show, he auditioned. Oh, wow. That. Conan got it, but um can't remember his name but yeah um someone that did late night before like i don't know he was just a stand-up comic at the time so he was probably a bunch of people um but as far as i am concerned that job was pretty much conan's to lose because lord michaels kind of said you have to take this guy and they're like why who is he?" he's like trust me and Mm -hmm. the legend was born of coco uh but we're talking about these commercials Sort of a little yeah. side, but maybe it's fun for listeners. Uh, we had a day cool commercial to go with the night cool commercial during the same oh, yes. break. So, uh, but you said Mentos. Yes. And I loved it because it's the original song that I always remember from as a kid. And it's also featured in the movie Clueless with Brittany Murphy's character singing it when she's watching the TV. She's like, Mentos, the, the fresh maker. And I was loving on YouTube when they would make the little videos with other things with Mentos, like the Bloodsport one. <laughs> oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Oh. Too much of him. Um, there's, oh, uh, we always got to check on a 90210. Absolutely. 
Dylan's run away from Beverly Hills with another woman. That's what there was. Dylan's run away. Um, oh, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Mario Paint. I love this commercial. I do, but nobody could paint that good on Mario Paint. Oh, like, come no. on. I could use nobody. a stamp feature. <laughs> That's about it. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's voiced over. Um, or the voice actor, the voiceover during that commercial is Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT. Okay, yeah. Pretty sure. I have a story about Zachary Ty Bryan someday. If we ever land on him, <laughs> I can tell a story about Zachary I'll Ty try Bryan. to figure out a way to make that happen. Do we do flash dance uh, as, a, as, a, as an episode or we do a, a what a feeling as an episode. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Zachary Ty Bryan. And it all makes sense. The other oh, what's happening on Married with Children this week? It's the musical episode. Yes. Which I don't remember for some reason. So now that's something either. else I have to go watch. Pre-Buffy musical episode. That's Married with Children was blazing the trail for all the other shows. Oh, yeah. Uh there's the promo for the Bruce uh the Bruce, the Ben Stiller show where he's Bruce Springsteen, like counting down, and that's Kind of funny. It's funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, there's the ice capades with Yogi Bear, Scooby Doo, and the Flintstones. The Story Maker book for kids, where you can create over ten thousand little stories, and I want to know how the hell they came up with that number. They totally just guessed. They like, probably just done the math. Like, right? how many buttons we got? Like, there's a commercial in our our next episode where they're like, hey, it's four four nursery rhymes." I'm like. <laughs> Shit, that thing had 10,000 stories last time. Come on. They probably got sued and got pulled off the shelf. Like, we lied. We did not have 10,000 mm-hmm. stories. Right. I like this. Is England's royal family cursed? Sightings. <laughs> I forgot that was a show. Spoiler, probably. Yeah. Uh, we got a new Corbin Burnson show, Likely Suspects. Uh, Nolan Ryan uh, for Shriners Hospitals for ch- ch- Crippled Children. Uh, this week on Highlander, uh, Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, he guest stars. That's a pretty big deal. It's a good weekend. Good Duncan weekend. Duncan McLeod and the Beastmaster. Uh, lastly, there's a Game Gear commercial that disses on Game, Game Boy, talking about colorblind dog and like sewage swamp color green. <laughs> Just like. Did you have a Game Boy or a Game Gear? Both. Either one. Oh, fancy. I had the Game Boy first. And I was like, it's Game Gear. Do people own this? Can people own this? And I got one. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't play my Game Boy much after that. Oh, wow. I didn't so have it. Well, the thing was, I didn't have a Genesis, but I had the Game Gear. I had a Super gotcha. Nintendo and I had, well, I had regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and a Game Boy. So when it came to Sega, I didn't buy the Genesis, but I got the Game Gear. So I would play Sega games through their Game Gear counterpart, like Sonic. I had Sonic. I had a, like Aladdin. Uh, X-Men, some of their big titles. I had Mortal Kombat on there because it had blood. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one, because the first one didn't have blood on Super Nintendo. They made it sweat. And there oh. was a there was like a Game Genie code where you could turn the sweat red, but it wasn't like the blood. It was just like dots of... They, they flubbed that on Nintendo with Mortal Kombat, but... But you still played it. I still played it. They had changed all the fatalities and stuff on the on the Super Nintendo because they didn't want they wanted to be family friendly. It was a big deal. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Heights. Yeah, we have an episode of the Heights this week. Um, open up with Hope and JT uh, hanging and chatting about their friends, giving us 
exposition about Stan. He's interviewing roommates at his dad's bar. Lenny is uh, supposed to be putting the word out, uh, but then this like racist dude shows up for an interview because he's like he comes like yeah I'm here for the interview and then he's like okay well this is Stan. He's like wait it's not you it's the black guy and then he leaves. <laughs> Uh, tackling the issues of race in 1992. Yeah. You know what, though? They did actually touch on stuff, so it's, like, good. Right. Show how that guy's a piece of crap. Like, yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, Lenny's, like, talking to Hope and JT. He's like, what if I lived with him? What if I lived with him? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Uh, and then... Why didn't they ever talk about that before? Why was it never considered? Did Lenny just not have to move? No, he had to... I don't know. We don't know where oh, yeah, Lenny's maybe. living situation is. Yeah, I guess like, where was he? He's like the parents? one holdout. It's like, where's this guy live? They forgot to work on his backstory. Right. A little. A little. <laughs> well, Alex and Rita watch Phantom of the Opera. And well, actually, they suck face and hump in the theater watching yeah, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, getting very handsy until that usher shows up in cock blocks. Right. Funny. <laughs> He's like, uh, let's go back to my place, watch a little TV, see what develops. And she's like, You don't have a TV. He's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, ooh. You're so good, Alex. And he's yeah, he's so in the mood that he's like, Hey Rita, uh, you should move away from home. <laughs> You're lame sauce. Like, dude. Yeah, they can't mess around with her mom around, I guess, or dad. Whoever right. he's walking in on him. Ha! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lenny comes to Stan's, uh, and he's like, you de disifying this place? And he offers himself to Stan to be the roommate, and he thinks getting out of his house would be good for him. And Stan agrees. So, apparently, he lives with mom and dad. Gotcha. He can move on the fly. But we just found that out. This is new development for Lenny. Unless in the pilot episode, which we did not see. Right. He was like, bye, mom. Bye, dad. I'm going to go play with the band. All right. Yeah. You heights. Rock it out. Has anyone ever seen the pilot? Well, yeah, 92, like 12 people. Man. Uh, We have Jody and Dizzy arriving at their hotel for their honeymoon, and there's another couple who just got married, and they're peppy as the the two of them look more matured compared to this wild couple. Uh, And uh, the room has a waterbed. Oh, yeah. Another fun factoid about your co-host, Jessica. I had a waterbed growing up. <laughs> Did you love it? I don't remember. I I just, I had one from like second grade onward through high when school. When did you get rid of it? Through high school? Wow. I didn't sleep on a normal mattress until fresh, or no, my sophomore year of college because my freshman year I went to community college and then transferred away. And that, when I was 19 years old, I slept on a twin bed. We're like, what is this? Why am I not moving? Why is this comfortable? I didn't realize sleep could be this way. <laughs> yeah, but you were the friend that had a waterbed. So I had the waterbed. Summer yeah. party. They were like, this is cool. Because it's like it, a novelty. I slept on bed by myself. I didn't let people sleep on my bed for oh, the well, party. Girls, my friend had one. And we're like, yeah, yeah. waterbeds. Let's be lifeguards. <laughs> and <laughs> so we're swimming with dolphins. We did all the cheesy stuff. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, people, yeah, it was a big bed. People lay on it when they're over and stuff, but it's time for bed. <laughs> Get off my bed. Get off yeah. my bed. Uh, Rita has a little talk with her parents about life for her parents if she moved out. And she goes to see Alex and says, you know what? I'll stay weekends at your place. And uh, so that's developing. 
Uh, Trudy from next door at the honeymoon, the young girl, she's crying the next morning uh, at Dizzy's room with Jody. And she says they had trouble fornicating the previous night and he's been having trouble getting it up. Jody offers up Diz to go have a chat with. His name is Ted. Ted, Trudy. <laughs> because nothing's going to help like talking to a stranger about your schmeckle. Yeah. Like, well, so, buddy. Uh, yeah. How do I, yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure. I don't know. Uh, this Ted guy who can be seen currently in Spiral the, from the Book of Saw um, now on home video uh, Alex talks to Hope about Rita moving out uh, he thinks she's chained to her folks and she says her and Jody uh, once tried to get her to get an apartment with them but she just keep making excuses and she warns Alex that she's swimming in dangerous waters is it really dangerous or is she just like to live for free at home? That's true. She's attached. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, when you have a boyfriend and you're like 23, we will learn, you probably want a little bit of privacy. You might once in a while. Yeah. Especially with how she is. Yeah. Uh, they seem really mature. It's like at this point, you should probably not. Because what do you just say? I've got to go to band practice, be home late. I don't know. Yeah, they, get, they just use the band practice space. They never do. I don't know why, but right. Uh, uh, Stan finds out Lenny doesn't have a checking account. Lenny wants. Uh, he's like, you pay one month, I pay the next. And Stan's like, uh, 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 half and half. And he has these established rules which Lenny isn't quite up to speed with. And I'm like, never do the I pay this month, you pay next month. Who would ever never, suggest that? Who would ever go for it? Because the next month, when it's your turn, you know that person's gonna be ooh. Can I, you do two months, and I'll do the next two? It'll just it'll just keep happening. Right. That's a terrible idea. Oh yeah, Lenny. Lenny needs experience here in this this rental situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted, Ted, and uh, Dizzy they're out walking, talking, and uh, he's uh, Ted mentions he was saving himself for wedding night, and they've never done it before, and. Dizzy says he's putting too much pressure on himself. And he Diz says it's happened to him before. Gives him some advice. The Dizzy way. Aww. Uh, Alex has a conversation with Rita about him not being selfish and wanting her to reach her potential. And he names drops. Hope was right. And they oh. fight and she storms off like, oh, you son of a bitch. The last thing a girl Just, wants to oh. hear is that you were talking to her friend about her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did right. you? Yeah. And Rita confronts Hope at the Mecca, which is the, the clothing store she works at. And she tells him she told Alex the truth with no judgment on it. Hope plays a really good medium, like not taking a side, being responsible, owning up. Like, I like Hope, except the the weakness to JT. Right. She's like, she's like well, yeah, I said that. <laughs> like, it's too, like, I wouldn't say, you know, she's like, I'd say it to your face, you know? Also the best thing. She just doesn't lie. Yeah. No. I wasn't. Straight up. Yeah. It's the truth. Uh, Dizzy and Jody get ready for some hanky panky. Finally, yeah. Dizzy does a strip dance. He jumps on the waterbed and it bursts. And it's a geyser. Oh. They don't do that. If you burst the waterbed, it's like this little. It doesn't go. Maybe that's just how pointy he was at oh. the time. Was he wearing like Building a spike bracelet, or like were they getting into some bondage stuff that he? I don't know. I was thinking he he was just so hard. He he penetrated was, oh. that, but that's fine. <laughs> was he pier- was he pierced in an area we couldn't he, see with a stud? Very, I don't he very well could have been. Okay. <laughs> Dizzy. 
dizzy. Oh, uh, Lenny tells Stan about some music stuff, but he's not amused because Lenny doesn't do the dishes. And Yo, Stan- typical roommates. You're going to run into this, right? Right. Uh, Stan is irritated and Lenny says to lighten up. Stan tells Lenny to follow the system and Lenny doesn't want to do it. It's not working out. Not working out. Uh, Alex stops by and tells JT he doesn't want to rehearse today. So they talk about Rita. He goes, I think I screwed up, gambled, and I lost. And uh, JT's like, leave well enough alone. You got to ride at home with mommy and daddy. And he threatens that if she does move out, she'd move in with him and his life would be macaroni and cheese with TV dinners. Him broke her tired. He's got a good right now. Like, oh, JT. <laughs> like, they're pairing these two up hard. Like, they're like, these yes. guys are a thing now. Okay. Our, We're going to make them friends. Our hot guys are together. Okay. They're going to hang. So they don't know what else to do with JT right now. Right. They don't. They really went way in on him early and it's like, we're out of stuff. Yeah. We are out of stuff. Uh, all we can have is him bounce off Alex and be around Hope. Uh, right. <laughs> Hope and Rita go to look at an apartment inside of a house and Hope says it's her new place. She's like, I think that talk about Alex and you, he was talking about me as well. And Hope says she needs a roommate and guilt Rita into it. Uh, a, oh, I don't think she was guilty or that okay, bad. So let's do it, girl. Yeah. Like, let's live on our own. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have boys over. Boys. Uh, Dizzy is super horny, convinces... Uh, Jody convinces him they need to stop and have the room service dinner, but that room service dinner is Trudy and Ted... And Dizzy freaks out, and he's like, we're leaving now. And that was thrice, not once, not twice, but thrice. They have been stopped in the middle of trying to finally have their honeymoon intercourse. Bless their hearts. And Jody's like, my husband is Italian. (laughs) Mamma mia. So I guess that just means they're angry and yelling. It's a me, Mario. Like, I don't. Spaghetti like, outburst. We... Yeah, I don't know. If that's I didn't understand. Yeah, missing uh, that stereotype. Sorry. Uh, Stan and Dad have a chat about Lenny not working out. He convinces him to give it a give it time. He says a rose ain't never gonna be a daisy. And then Lenny <laughs> shows up to get his stuff to move home, or so we think. And Stan gives him a talk about where he's coming from on things. And Lenny's like, "Who's leaving?" He's like, "What's with the van?" He's like, "I'm still moving in." Oh. Yeah, Stan, just because someone didn't do the dishes. It's going to be the new Joey and Chandler. The new Joey and Chandler. Well, no, the pre-Joey and Chandler, because they don't exist yet. Uh, Oh, it's true. Alex visits Rita at her parents' house, and he apologizes, but Rita says she's taking his advice and moving out. And then we get a moving montage as they play the song Lucky One. Alex sings the verses. Lenny does the chorus. Lots of your typical moving stuff, painting fights, all this Mm -hmm. montage. So and, toxic. Don't ever put paint in someone's face, people. Like, but, the, no. but, the, but the thing was, this was the episode they advertised us on. Like, and it happened in the last four or five minutes. Like, they're like, next week, friends move in together. And I was like, oh, and this is more about Dizzy and Stan living together, which I didn't know from that commercial. It was all about Hope and Rita moving in together. And most of that from that commercial is right here in this song montage. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's. Oh, the end of the episode. Okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, Alex tells Rita he's proud of her. He says, looks like you found your new independence. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so who all got their independence day? Just yeah. Rita. Hope. Hope. 
Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. Mom and dad uh, from Rita because they don't have to live with Rita. Yeah. What yeah. about Dizzy and Jody? Anything for them? Or they're no, just... they were they were Independence was intruded on by Trudy. <laughs> Her name was Trudy intruding. That's um, funny. <laughs> Uh, Alex tells Rita he's proud of her. Oh, sorry. I read that again. Uh, JT and and he leave to go to the bar with more respectful women. That's what they say. And then Rita and Hope cheers to their new place. I'm glad that they made them leave so they could spend the first night together as roommates. You with know some I mean? wine by the fire. Yes. Like girls only. You don't have to be so dependent on them. So good for them. The beginning of the end. <laughs> Oh, well, next time, uh, Rita's old boyfriend shows up and the second single, I'm Still on Your Side, drops. So be here for that. Big new song. Um, but this gig's over. Till next time we play, Jessica, where can people keep up with you? Hey, I'm over on Twitter at JN Allsman and Instagram at Jessica Allsman. All right. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brad4KUHD, written work at whysoblue.com. There is more from the Brad Peters show this week, but until then. Brandon, how do you catch a falling star? Wait. Wow. No. Well, do to you- do that, I talked to an angel. <laughs> Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.